Aloha. Welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for joining. Episode 420. I was gonna I was gonna spark up a dube to like a shout out to all those dumb stoners that listen to us and celebrating their because you know 420, they like that number for some reason. But my um it's my girlfriend's son is being babysat by like a high school girl downstairs in the ball I saw world headquarters and that'd be kind of weird you know to have me disappear to a upstairs locale and then just have it have dankness wafting down the down the steps and seem like it's the right idea so shout out to our 420 I acknowledge it but Robert's not doing a stoned show today um it's if you're not already, you should join our Red Circle. Subscribe to the bonus content so you can hear us talk later about uh, Prince Charles's travel itinerary. No, his travel requirements. He brings like his own artwork to hotels or wherever he stays when he travels. Also, he... Oh, I'm going to sneeze again. He, uh, he also brings his own toilet seat with him because he doesn't, you know, like some non and an unroyal ass may have touched the seat before him. And he's he's better than that. Why doesn't he just have his like butler polish it for him or do whatever they, you know, buttle anyway? We're going to talk about that later, and you can only get it. You can only hear the bonus stuff. Also, we learned that some scientists observed dolphins raping and gang raping an anaconda. Okay, go to go on another show and see them talk about that. That's part of the bonus content that we'll be doing this week. Subscribe via the link in the show notes or go to theballlifestyle.com click the link at the top of the page it's five bucks a month 50 bucks a year you're a hero if you do that we appreciate it uh also you can reach out send us an email nine four or voicemail nine four nine four six four tbls is the phone number also you can send us an email mailbag at theballlifestyle.com Let's, let's get some new blood in the in the baller lifestyle world because it's always nice to talk to new people. I am joined now as I am each and every week by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, I was watching uh, yep. a thirty for thirty, and I I watched like I don't know twenty five minutes and ran out of gas, but it was yep. about Greg Norman. Get that big ass dick. Is that featured? Greg Norman is a huge no, dick. That's that's probably why oh. I lost interest. But yeah, um, and it was all about, I guess, one of the masters. He lost the masters to Jack uh, Nicholas when he was like forty six or something. He he lost yeah. that one, but then he he like choked really bad on one of them. 
That's right. And there was so much build up. 1996. And I just bailed. Like I didn't. Yeah. I just didn't care enough. I, I got a vibe from him and, you know, he seemed uh, pretty stand up that he's sitting there talking about uh, like some great choke, but I, I don't know. But yeah. my question was, I had this thought uh, maybe a couple of years ago when I saw the Masters was on. If you're talking about like tennis and Wimbledon is this and the French Open is that service. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's always about your opponent. Like, what right. is it about the Masters that people are so into considering there are lots of beautiful golf courses? Yeah. And- and like there are iconic holes that you yep. said, I, I even I know. Why do people care that much about the Masters when I, it's ultimately about your competition? I don't know. It's it's because of the the history, I think, and the um, the, the. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. The uh, they like the course. It's really beautiful. I saw this thing. Um, on the Masters, where how like the tricks they do to get it looking all nice, like they um, they paint. They right? paint the grass. Yeah. And they're fake and birds chirping. Fake birds chirping and they color the water. Right. Like to make it brighter blue and stuff. So I don't know. It's pretty weird. It's in the South. It's a I bunch just, of rich white racists that own it. I don't know. I don't know why people love it so much. I mean, it's fun to watch. But there's there's incredible buzz about the Masters versus any other course. Whereas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like. The, if the course never changes, you would think the scores would be pretty consistent year to year. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I think they vary. I just was well, they, curious why there's such a big deal about one one course versus another. I don't know. I think they lengthened it. They reworked it for the Tiger effect. I'm honestly not very well versed on it. We should have one of our um, golf correspondents call in like uh, Drew in Houston or Darb in the OC. Those guys can oh. tell us. They, they know all about this shit. And speaking of Greg Norman, I saw he was quoted of saying like 30% of the tour was going to do that, that offshoot tour. Yeah. Yeah. Until Phil's comments. And they once again showed Phil Nichols, his, his comments. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, what did he really say? I, I yeah. get people, are, you know, he's a dick behind the scenes or whatever. Like, I don't know. Right. But what he said was not controversial. Yeah. It was just weird. I know it's everybody's because, you know, this. Saudis throw right around a lot of money. Khashoggi, <laughs> yeah. calling a Khashoggi a, a killer. I mean, yeah. uh, a victim of of uh, MBS's yeah, murder. They dismembered him. They, it was a government sanctioned murder of a journalist. What's walked the big him deal? out in suitcases? Yeah, what's the big deal? They sent like a um, well, they sent a kill team, and there was a even guy with like a, saw, a right. Yeah, there was a guy with a saw, and they there was like a coroner or someone. So like some kind of doctor that knew, you know, was like an expert on dismembering so they could take him apart properly. How about that? Wow. There's a That's- society. That's a government you want to be involved with. Um, Mickelson's back, he- though. He's, he, they, he had to take a pause. Oh, they let him, took, they let him he, in. Yeah, he took a time out and he's coming back for the PGA, which I believe he's the defending champion. Um, oh, that's right. That's when he became yeah. the oldest yep. major champion. Exactly. Um, I saw with my boys, I saw the uh, Nick Cage movie where it's like about Nick Cage, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was, I know it, it looks goofy. good. I want to see it. And I was thinking a guy, guy like Johnny Depp, that's probably his dream is somebody writes something like that for him. Because, totally. Because that's that. I mean, Nick Cage, 
has done some weird stuff, but like mainstream success is, has not been for him in a long time. Like you need somebody to kind of create something for you at this point. Yeah. And you got to You got to let the world know that you're in on the joke, you know, that right. you know, you're eccentric and you know what people say about you. Johnny Depp should do an arc on the new season of. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Right. That's a good, that's. that's he was on move. something else as, his, as himself. Was it Veep? Johnny Depp? No, he was, he was on, he did something. Where he did like a tongue in cheek version of himself. He's in a hotel, being interviewed in a hotel room. Where, where am I remembering that from? Somebody remind me. I mean, I, I see uh, Sean Penn do a little bit of having yeah. fun with his own image. But for the most yeah. part, but Sean Penn is still can do projects that he wants to do and stuff like that. Like Cage, uh, Cage, this was this was a dream for him. And you'll never guess who also is in it. The dude who's in every movie now, Pedro. Oh yeah, yeah, Pedro de Paca, uh, Pedro Pascal. He's in everything. Yeah. He's great, but he's yeah, also great. in everything. It's crazy. He's in everything. He's having a he's, moment. He's in Game of Thrones. He got at the. Um, he was the Mandalorian. You- Right, you didn't watch Game of you quit watching Game of Thrones before this happened, but he had his he had his head caved in his by the uh Oh there was like by a, the mountain. Like a duel. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have seen that scene for some reason. He, he was winning the duel until he was losing the duel. And yeah. then he fucking he got his head he smashed. In a bad was, way. Yeah, it was pretty. Oh, that's what it was. Life's too short. The um the Ricky Gervais show about that where the um the little person oh yeah 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 Warwick Davis yeah Warwick Davis who's the who's the guy from Willow I I implore anyone to to look at the Liam Neeson scene from that show. it's great it's a funny show and uh, Depp did an episode where he played okay. himself and he's a maniac in a hotel room it's great I knew I'd seen that That's, I have a bad memory I don't even um, I saw that show and I don't remember that somebody. So my girlfriend was at a party this week, this weekend. I didn't, it was a kid weekend for me, so I didn't go with her. And she was telling me that um, some guy, she was talking to some guy there and he was telling her that he had named his dick, which I think is kind of, you know, That's weird. Kind of, that, like, but it's one if, thing when yeah. your dick gets named by others. Yeah. But yeah. What's he doing? Little Brian. But well, I, I was thinking that because like the great white shark. Wow! Oh, yeah. You know, do you think do you think he calls it like the the great pink shark or something or the um or the guppy? I don't know, it's pretty he, big. Does he does he call it like some sort of shark related name? Right, the hammerhead, the dorsal fin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whale shark. Um, I was, I had another thing. I had another question. I was watching a little NBA finals last or playoffs playoffs. Oh, the NHL playoffs started last night too. I had to watch the watching Kings the Rangers, the, the, the oil <sighs> shit gets real. And it is kind of nice. The oil up in Alberta, you know, they have the best ice in the NHL. What does that mean? They, um, they have like a, and a lot of teams do this. The Kings, the Kings have Pia Toscano. What's up? She sings the anthem and the um the uh the oil have some dude sing the anthem and he's um he's just like in the stands. He just like stands up with a mic. Oh, in the in, crowd? In the crowd. 
And then they put a spotlight on them and it's a bunch of fucking Canadians. Everybody's wearing a Jersey there. It's, I mean, they are into it and he sings the anthems. And what's kind of cool is he like rushes through the shitty, uh, us national anthem. Like he sings it, he does it justice, but it's like, he doesn't really style it. And then everybody, you know, kind of claps and then he busts out. Oh, Canada. And everybody gets way into it. It's pretty exciting. But the, I was watching the, um, I was watching the Miami Heat yeah. versus Philadelphia yep. 76ers. And the, um, the Heat have that guy, Tyler Hero. Yes. But it's, it's Which, spelled It's H- not Hero. Yeah, this, was, yeah. this was like, it, yes. because he's good at sports, they had to change it. Yeah, this is a Thiesman-Thiesman situation. Yep. We got, we, this is Hero. Hero. Yeah. Hero or Hero. There's no yeah. way it was Hero. 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 I, I mean, come on, buddy. It doesn't even look like here. It's got two R's in it. Hero. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a lie. It's do we know lie. when he do? Do we know when he did he change that when he got to the league? This is, this is no, like, no, no. At Kentucky, like, I remember them talking about it. I, hero. I think he was only at Kentucky for a year, maybe yeah, two. That's how but I, I, I remember. Um, them calling him hero at Kentucky. Hero, the fuck out of here with that. But that would uh, okay. be an insufferable heat move. Totally. Yeah, they're, they're already like, called the called heat. It. Horrible. Horrible. Awful. Heat. Hero. Unbelievable. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's talk some. Let's do some sports discussion here. Two things come to mind, Ed. You texted me this week to remind me that you had you had salvaged the um yes. where are we going? We're doing butt stuff. Now what's it say? Get in, we're doing butt stuff. It's yeah, a get in, we're doing of, butt of, stuff. Of a, of a, a UFO. Yeah, yeah. Get in, we're doing butt stuff. You reminded me that you were able to you were able to salvage that from the goodwill pile. Yeah, we have and, we had the bag ready to go, and yeah. I, I was like, you know what? Maybe it hasn't quite made it there. Yeah. So yep. we've we've got to do that for uh, for a contest. Yeah, well, we we'll award it to whoever um, records us a song. Do you do us yeah. a song for sports sports segment? Yep, you throw that, you throw together something. Look, I'm not trying to encourage. We already have like a lot of like one style of song that's been submitted anonymously. So I'm, I imagine if if he's hashtag Team Current, he could bust that out right now and and he could be done by know, the time this conversation. Though, yeah, he's getting a shirt. He's getting what's something tells me now, Ed. What's what size is that shirt? I imagine it's like a large or an extra large. I would guess, but 
Also, yeah. I have to admit, I've never worn it. It just came in the mail one day. Yeah, you never know. Uh, because I. Uh, yeah, this is a never worn short shirt. I promise you. Something tells me. Something tells me that the um that whoever recorded the R.I.P. song is at least a double X. The pipes or, indicate yeah. as much. Yeah, and I, he just whoever he is, he just kind of. Well, if you just if you go to my one of my favorite artists and a guy that also um, happened to to try to assassinate the president one time, J- J- John Hinckley Jr. He's just he's dropped the junior by the way. It's just John Hinckley. There used to be yeah, a band. That, that be, picture now is that it? Yeah, there he used just, to be. He only wanted to honor his. He only wanted to honor his dad. Yes. When yeah. when it when he was. Uh, when he was also trying to impress Jody he must Foster. Have been, he must have felt very honored. But maybe it's like there used to be a band called Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. And I th- I think Little E must have like hit him with the cease and desist a la Mookie Blaylock. So that yeah. they just they ended up dropping the Dale Earnhardt and now they're just called Junior Jr. Maybe John Hinckley's like trying to distance himself from the the presidential assassin john hinckley jr and just go john hinckley what if yeah that singer is john hinckley he's trying to get he's testing out his material that's what i'm saying saying. when i hear when i hear r.i.p the r.i.p song and of course the great see if i have it on the board he's we don't give enough credit because this uh this contributor doesn't uh, appear often enough, but he also, you know, he does the rip, but he also recorded the the penis connoisseur song. T P C that's a penis connoisseur to you and me. T P C T P C it's Brian's one to the right. She really wants to see T P C T P C everyone knows it's Drew who's ranked number three. T P C it's possible. Pretty good. That's the penis connoisseur. That he's busy. <laughs> he's busy because when you're when you're like a um, a talented songwriter, yep. a lot of those a lot of those types go to Nashville and try to sell. They write so songs he, for other people. Yeah, so he might be in Nashville at this point. Yeah, um, like that's that how Willie got to start. I mean, yep, Megan Trainer. There are all kinds of people. Like from yeah. from you know, uh, traditional country stars to like random pop singers that, you know, like, like I said, like Megan Trainer. I, I, yep. I remember hearing her on Stern saying she went down to Nashville because like songwriters, that's, that's the place to go. Music city, buddy. That's where they do it. Yep. So uh, every time I hear the RIP and of course the TPC song guy, every time I hear him performing one of his, it's junior. Yeah, I'm picturing John Hinckley, recording artist John Hinckley doing it because I just, I don't know. That's who I see. And, you know, the, the RIP song guy is such a mystery. So if he, look, he busts out a sports song. I'm just saying the first song we get. And now I, people were, people were complaining about the, yeah. uh, not yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah. My f- first, first song we get. Yes. And we'll also, if you feel like you want to do the song, but you don't want your name to be attached to it. Yes. Yeah. We can keep a secret there. I remember five, six years ago, someone who has since turned against our show gave us a whole long 
email about how his wife doesn't love him anymore and stuff like that. We knew who it was and we didn't say anything. Wait. I don't remember this at all. Oh, it was pretty funny. What? <laughs> it was somebody talking about their crumbling marriage, but please don't use my name because of this. This this was when we had a a a, a different member of the show. This was yes? I remember a full conversation about this and and it was like, okay, we'll respect we, the guy's privacy. We were given advice. Yeah. He was asking our advice? Yeah. Did we give him good advice? I mean, cut bait, it dude. It, you it only live once. It must have been good advice. So mm-hmm. good that he turned on us. Oh, he turned He turned on us when he heard some rumors about one of the hosts? No, I think this was he turned because oh. uh, he, he he tried to get a little involved with my personal life, and I oh. straightened him the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm recalling what you're yeah. – yeah. You guys can't involve anyway, – but you we, can't involve civilians. Right. You can he, make fun of us, but you can't bring civilians into yeah. the into You brought the world. a civilian into the fray. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's a faux pas. It's a faux but pas. But anyway. I recall. You don't know this person's name because we respected it. So if That's you were right. submit a, if you submit a song to say, I just want it to be anonymous for over the, the air, we'll do it. And oh. I'll still send you the t-shirt. Look, that one guy that, um, the one guy that told us that we were, um, we wouldn't tell both sides of the George Floyd situation on this show. Yeah. He could write a song and we'll send him a shirt. Sure. If he's got, you know, musical ability. Right. The bu- no big deal. George Floyd, both sides there will get one. Yes. Yes. He could. I mean, that's, that's a way to take off. Um, also, last week I said, I, you know, my um, my girlfriend Cheyenne, her nanny for Christmas, gave her oh, a bottle God. of bum wine. And it's I said first person to leave a review. See, I would like to get some reviews, but on our on our Apple Podcasts because it, it pushes down the reviews that mention uh, names that aren't mine and yours. So it's yeah. like kind of nice. It would be nice to get some reviews to just kind of push those down a little bit. We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still carry a four point eight rating, which is like that's like a good Uber rating. Like we mostly have five star reviews. I told you, I don't ride Uber enough. And there was yeah. one time that it was all my buddies and we got, yeah. and and oh, my, yeah. I must've gotten stung with one because like my rating yeah. is like four, seven, six. And like, yeah. I am yeah. nothing but a polite guest. Hold on. I, yeah. I, similarly. Yes. I don't take many oobs. Sometimes I, when I'm lazy or I've had a couple bourbons, I get an Uber for my children and I'll, I'll Uber them. Back to the house right. rather than go pick oh, them up. you think they might have stung your... Uh... No. No. I know what yeah. happened. This, oh. It was in Austin, Texas. I was with my buddy Chaz and my buddy Spence. Spence who's been <sighs> mentioned it. on... Yeah, Spence who's been mentioned on the show before for being caught masturbating in his living room in a beanbag when he turned the blinds the wrong way. <laughs> he... He... We get an Uber one time and he's doing that thing where he's real impatient. Where he's like, what the fuck? Cause it was, it was after, a, um, it was after a Longhorns game. We watched, went and watched my horns. And then we're trying to hop a cab to get back downtown to go to some more bars. And so I'm like, I called us an Uber and there was like, you know, there's like a designated spot and there was like 50 people there waiting for cars. And he's like, what the fuck? This is taking forever. He's getting all pissed. 
And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm like, why don't you get a car then? And so then he's all drunk. So he starts trying to get an Uber. I'm like, like yours is just going to be in the queue behind mine, idiot. So anyway, no, he's a great guy. He's one of my best friends. We get in the Uber. Chaz and Spence get in the back seat. I get in the front and there's a nice, just want to say Arab gentleman, Middle Eastern dude mm-hmm. driving us. Very nice guy. And all of a sudden, my buddy Spence in the back seat is like, hey, uh, Muhammad. Oh, boy. No, no, no. I like that. Like, no, that's a, that was his actual name. Like, he oh, just well, called okay. it whatever his name okay. was. Whatever his name was. There's there were no racial component. Okay. I'm just, I'm just drawing a picture. He's a nice guy. Spence is like, hey, man, what, uh, what kind of panties you like? Like when you're with a lady, no. like what you like, like the white lacy ones. And I'm, I'm like, Spence, shut the fuck up. And he's like, what about red? Red ones are kind of nice too. And I'm, he's like, try, he's like trying to share his panty fetish with my Uber driver. And I think was purposely trying to s- destroy my rating because ever since then or around next time I checked my rating, I was down in the in the below five. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to check my rating now, I and the app won't it. open. I'm four seventy three. That's pathetic. And like, I'm I'm very polite. Always a good tipper. Pathetic. And and because Sad. I don't ride enough, I rode once to the airport, once from the airport. Yeah, and that's like it. Like I don't. Yeah. In the past year, I've probably I've probably used Uber three, four times. Yeah, same. Like, what's what they do? And and it was just drunken assholes. I was riding in the front yeah. seat, and they were in the back seat, just being assholes. Aren't they supposed to rate you like pre-tip? Like um, they don't, I, they can't see. But it would never be based yeah. on my tipping. My tipping is always impeccable. But sometimes you forget and it's not till the next time you oh, open yeah. the app yeah, that's that you true. leave the tip. That's happened. So a lot of times it'll be like, I'm trying to open the app right now. And it just, it's just like the placard that says Uber because I, I would like to know my rating. I think it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Closed it. Reopened. Okay. Here. See if I the, the little profile. Oh, the little head. Yeah. Four point eight five. I just can't. I don't know how to bring it up. Like I, yeah, I I just don't ride that much. But you're fucked. You got. You you know what you got to do. You just got to do like an like an Uber road trip. You know how like gets to the end of the year and Pete and people don't want to lose their um, Delta Sky Club access. Yeah. So they go, oh, fuck. Wait, what are you doing? I'm, I'm going to fly to Boston and then down to Fort Lauderdale and then home so I can get because I need like uh, 4,000 more miles to get my we, uh, you know United what I might do? club. I might just kill off that Ed Daly and, and start a new life as a new Ed Daly. 0.0? Dip, I mean, because no. if I got one ride, I would be at five, right? <sighs> Assuming you got a five. Oh, I'm sure I get fives all the time. I thought I did too. I, it's, it had to be that one. It, You're talking about Spence. Yeah, I know Spence. Spence Come doesn't on, listen Spence. to the show, but some people that know Spence do, and they'll know that he does this. And you know, 
I'm not trying to I'd out him. I expect better of Spence, but then again, you yeah. guys all played Come on a Cracker in the uh, the, the shop in, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the kitchen to... in uh, <laughs> high school. How dare you? I was never in a fraternity. There's no, no. there's when no you were, cook- when you were in the home ec room right. in, I know. in school. Yeah, but that was saliva, Ed. That was saliva, not not ejaculate. All right, and we'll it was give an this omelet. story another year, and then we'll get the truth. It was an omelet, oh, and Spence God. Spence was not involved in that, but, but Chaz was. Of course, Chaz was involved in that. Chaz in the is a real situation. live wire, but I'm sure yeah. Spence is too. Now, Spence is disgusting. He's filthy. Yep. He's filthy, yeah, and we're gonna get the my truth. Uber rating. We're gonna get the truth and out of this. Time. So now I now I now I'm four eight five. So my Uber rating is actually slightly better than our Apple Podcast rating, which is a four point eight. And I put so I put it out there last week. But this is like Celebrity Jeopardy. Write down a number, any number. It could be a four. It could be a two. It could be one thousand. Any number. You just leave a rating. You leave a five-star rating on the show, and I will autograph and ship to your home a delicious bottle of Moscato or whatever it is, bum wine, that, I was, that I'm re-gifting to you in, in exchange for your rating. <laughs> and and, and any song, there. First, the first song we get. First you, song we you, get, you're getting the you shirt. Get a weird shirt that I got out shirt. of nowhere with no explanation. You get the shirt and it's like, look, the fucking Waterford crystal. Yeah, it was engraved to one good person and one horrible person. And it had a date on it. In comic you know? sense, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty close. It's a, it's a bold move to engrave in comic sense. Yes, and it, but it's very expensive crystal, Ed. Well, I mean, yet the, I mean, the, the comic not sense anymore. tends to, tends <laughs> yes. to devalue things. It's. It's it's probably a three hundred dollars set. I think we looked and I I saw one fifty, but I think mine's a nicer level. Let me just than check. the one fifty one. Uh, yeah. Crystal, yeah, engraved waterfruit with yeah. Comic Sans <laughs> value zero point zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean Comic Sans yeah. is a little bit goofy. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm gonna it's not. I'm gonna. What if I'm we, gonna dock you a few hundred dollars on that. What if we took them on? Do they still do Antiques Roadshow? What a show! <laughs> the big reveal, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, was this was this carved in the mid 18th century?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like everybody everybody like f- finds this old like arts and crafts, um, you know, hope chest at a at a at some antique store in Virginia and they bring it on and they're like, Oh, if only you hadn't decoupage the entire outside, it could be worth $400,000. But since, uh, but since you painted it and changed the hardware, it's actually completely valueless. $45. Fucked it up. Yeah. Just don't touch it. Don't touch anything old. No. (laughs) Can you set? There's actually a couple. That's actually good advice in, in, Many different ways. Stay away from very old things because old they, you food. know, yeah, they were better before. The old things were better before, before you ruined them. Right. Uh, speaking <laughs> okay. speaking of yes. old things that were probably better before, <laughs> a 74-year-old Florida golfer shoots man an ankle, beats him with his club for walking a dog along the course. Well, was he, was he standing his ground, Ed? 
That's true. That's true. You're allowed to legally murder yeah. uh, black people. Yes. As long as you're standing your ground. As long as you're standing your ground. Who Now, why does somebody bring a piece to the course? You're worried you're going to. And he's 74. Nobody's coming at him. Nobody's coming yeah. at him. Yeah, no. He's an old man. And he's think, probably. He's you probably think got this a push is a public course? Of course. That said, I have getting very territorial over his public course. I, I have before seen on golf courses where I'll just be like setting up, you know, I'll be on the fairway, middle of the fairway, getting ready to shoot my shot. And I'll look over and some guy will just like go jogging by or be like walking a dog. I'll be like, this is why would you pick this route? This is well, there's balls flying around. But I would say that if it's somebody who lives nearby, well, there are balls that land in the yard of that person. Yeah. yeah and yeah. golfers don't get shot and clubbed yeah, to death. That's true. Like Some, um, my buddy lives yeah. near uh near a course in Tennessee. Yeah. And there's you know, he'll he'll do his weekly walk through the yard and just pick up a bunch of balls. I bet. I bet he does. And like, you know, yep. that that's fair game, but but yeah. you you get assaulted if you get your dog no. too close to the course yeah that's yeah some i mean people are really precious there's um there's there's one course i've played a couple times and right at the turn there's like a park bench and some dude will just come out of his house and he'll just he just lingers there waits to strike up a conversation with you yeah lingerers are tough yeah. Yeah, because a linger, you know, there's they usually have ulterior motives. Oh, they always do. Yeah, yeah, they're lingering for a reason. It's not an accident that they're lingering. They're lingering on I mean, purpose. They they're they're purposeful lingerers. They 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 sit there lingering, and you're like, oh, this guy's just lingering. But no, he's got an ulterior motive to his linger. Um, and it's and he's got a rag. And it's been soaked in some kind of inhalant. And if you get too close to him. Now you're missing a kidney. Yeah, you might be in. You might wake up in a. You might wake up up in a bathtub full of ice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And what percentage of 74 year old men are are even nice? Yeah, just a lot of ass. You're so cantankerous when you get old. Also, but th- here's the thing. These days, 74, not that old. No, my, my dad is going to be 74 in like a month. Yep. And he, yeah, he's not what I used to think a 74-year-old man would no. be. Um, And he's not, he's not like grouchy old, old man, but a, a lot of them are. A lot, yeah, like, no. that's my kind of my goal as I get older is to like, just just try to like go with the flow a little more than your average old man. Cause that's the thing. Yeah. People old totally. old men don't like going with the flow. They get yeah. very angry. Yeah. And this was in Florida. So what do we you know, you never get the whole story. What if what if we find out later that this was some type of a dispute over ownership of an exotic reptile and or a carburetor. The yeah, the 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 primary currency of Florida residents, jet ski parts. 
Maybe he was like, hey. Uh, Maybe he got ripped off in a jet ski part yeah, deal. Yeah. You you owe me a um you owe me a turbo. You're supposed to give me a turbo in exchange for that bearded dragon, that rare bearded dragon I gave you. And what the fuck? You know, it's like it just happened to be on a golf course. So the golf course is getting the bad news. Also, this is in Delray Beach, which I swear to God is I thought that was like a made up place. Um, it's a spring from like, training place, I think. Oh, is it? I it you know, I've heard of Port Training-ish. It does. Yeah. I've heard of Port St. Lucie, of course. Yeah. I believe the Mets yep. do their thing there. And there's, of course, Vero Beach. And then wherever the wherever the Yankees are, I know about that. But I don't know. I thought Delray Beach was like the made up place that they were trying to sell you land in Glengarry Glen, Glen Ross. <laughs> it could be. I didn't realize yeah. it. I didn't realize <laughs> it was a real those are the Glengarry leads. Yeah. The, yeah, the good leads. They all believe uh, Delray is a real place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy's going to, he's, he's got stand your ground on his side. So I don't think we're going to, he's got too much to wor- worry about. Uh, true. Yeah. Sideline argument led to two people getting shot at a Virginia middle school flag football yeah. game. Yeah. Worth it. Again. Not sure why you needed to bring the gun. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's probably there's probably was some playing time situation. Yeah. I look, it's flag football. So, so basically, you got like a couple plays. You got the play where you got the two where you got have the two receivers cross in the middle of the field, and so the defenders get confused. That's, right. That's when you play when your plays. Then you got the um, you got the fake like fake like you're gonna throw it, and then have the have the QB just run the QB sneak. Like run them out on a bootleg. They weren't leg. allowed to. They weren't allowed to do that. You could do yeah. the delayed handoff. Oh right, but yeah, you, maybe the that's quarterback it. I don't think could uh, could go. But yeah, you're limited yeah. in your options yeah. there. Not a lot of plays. I knew a guy that he was he was coaching. He was coaching flag football, and he had another guy that would coach flag football with him, and that guy didn't even have a kid on the team. Oh no. Yeah. And you know what they would do? Oh. Sometimes they would go and like, they would go to a Starbucks, sit down, just the two of them. And they'd scheme. Wait, wait, your friend. I mean, someone I know, I don't want to say, you but know, he's a dad. Close. He's a dad, but his but friend, a rando. No, yeah. With no well, his, skin yeah. In the game. Yeah. Yep, oh, and th- this guy, because this guy would drive him. He'd pick up the the first guy who had the kid, drive him on over there, and then they'd they'd sit down at Starbucks and then get a latte or something, and then they'd they'd scheme. What? And then what, I heard the then, team name the Ember Alerts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Megan's Laws. Yeah. And then, and then there, I heard. Then there was a different guy. They had three coaches. So there was a, this is flag football. There was a, there was a head coach and the offensive mm. coordinator. And that's those two guys. My God. Then they had another guy, another dad that was the defensive coordinator. And he would get pissed off because he didn't get invited to the Starbucks meetings to do the scheming. Oh no. And the first two guys would be like, well, we're only scheming offense. You're doing defense. So you do your own, you could scheme solo. Come up with your own schemes. We're gonna have our schemes over here. We're. Gonna, I wonder if they. I wonder if they threw in some 
some old uh, Jaws Ron Jaworski all 22 videos because Jaworski <laughs> would he'd break down the schemes for you. He'd tell you. So I I have coached in the past and I really you have it's it's terrible flag football yeah. because you got to come up with shit all the time. Basketball, you can go over the, the general principles of pick and roll or, uh, you know, a zone defense, a three, two, one, one, three, one, whatever it is. But you don't have to tell them every play, everything. You got to do this. You got to do that. Whereas flag football, you're constantly drawn up plays, yeah. which is yeah. hard for little yeah. boys. It, but well, that's why you that's why you go scheme first. I guess I should have yeah. gone to one of those scheming meetings. But yeah. what I determined yeah. at at the level I was coaching was I would put my best athlete in the maybe not in the backfield, like more in a wing back position. And I would yeah. give him the handoff. Yep. And it's a halfback pass if they rush in on him. Yep. And he can go if oh, yeah. they don't. And so just running the halfback pass like 25 yeah. times a game. That was yeah. that was my go-to. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's a good Because play. you can't have the quarterback go. So that was my way of yeah. saying, okay, well, then he's yeah. a running back. Yeah, yeah, we'll make the yeah, we'll make the QB a running back. See? Look at that. We just had a little they, scheme session. They should have consulted with you on the schemes. <laughs> so I mean that's I wouldn't give my some... information to a guy without a kid, though. No, that's yeah, that's a really good point. Could you imagine <laughs> vol- like the guy that volunteers to coach? He's oh, like, hey, sad. they wouldn't let me take the Cub Scouts camping this weekend for some reason, but <laughs> you need you guys need a coach? Cause I'm here. Yeah. Um, we got a sad update. On a story we just did. I know. Good old Bobo. Boris Becker (sighs) has been jailed for two and a half years in the pokey for hiding his assets from bankruptcy. This is crazy. This is just, this is nuts. He, yeah, he he declared bankruptcy, but first he, he squirreled away some cash with some family members and associates. Yeah, I, I, I do think that jail is not the answer for lots of yeah. things. And we, we've, the prison system's terrible, yeah. but he did do some shady things. He did. I, I think I like, saw that he, he took out a I've loan. I've been screwed by people filing for bankruptcy. So I yeah. know yeah. like it, it, it can be really shitty for the people who are owed money by the bankrupt guy who's yeah. not really bankrupt. So yeah. kind of think he's a piece of shit. Yeah, no, that sucks because he did. I think he borrowed like a million dollars from some bank. And basically when you're Boris Becker, you just show up and just fucking, you know, shove your face in the, on the bankers in the office and go, Hey, I'm Boris Becker. I would like to borrow a million dollars. And they're like, no problem. He bought And he knew he was going to declare bankruptcy. So he borrowed that million dollars knowing full well, he wasn't going to pay it back. And then he tried to squirrel it away to his, cronies and then you know financial crimes they're pretty good at finding the money they know yes when you're hiding it yep i i actually one time this is pre-uber i remember i was taking a cab from miami airport um and the driver was like i i just got out of jail from oh, no. from like oh, a no. financial crime situation, some shady chop shop. Oh, no. 
Oh, no. And he goes, you know what the best part is? I hid all my money inside the television. And they never found it when they searched my place. And he told Pretty me all smart. this. And I was like, that's probably a good move. They didn't take apart the television. Yeah. They might rip open the mattress. Yep. But he like took off the screen or whatever. And yeah. this is probably uh, in the old days of the giant Sony Vega. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, that, that's the, um, this is one of those um, console like twenty. This is like 20 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. so he hid all his money in there. I was like, well, got to respect the hustle. I know it was that that was pretty smart. Yeah. I like that. I like that's that's a that's a good move. There I you know there was some guys here in LA a while back that like they like heat style well they staged it. Or or more accurately, they den of thieves it took it to go with a better known heist movie. Yeah, they den of thieves to a oh. an armor car. <laughs> Did uh, one of the guys um, mouth everyone's lines while he yes. like watched? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They den of thieves it, and they got caught. And the but they didn't recover the money. And I remember, I think the guy because it was an inside job, so technically not a den of thieves situation. But they, it was an inside job, so the the guy. Um, they knew he did it and he got like 10 years and they thought and they're like, they, we know he's buried it on the property and there was like some new cement and they were always, they would go back. They would try to surprise him and like, look for the money, but they could never find it. They could never, and maybe he's out by now. We should look that up. Well, it's a little too hard right now, but I'll look it up. And next time we talk about armored cars, I'll have it. I'll yeah, have I was this. trying to look it up. I didn't see it. I'll have this information because it's I'm I'm probably pretty far off if I'm being honest. Did you know that um, our hero Gerard Butler, Jerry Butler, Jerry Butt, yeah, Scottish superstar, yeah, almost a barrister turned actor. You know he's yeah, that's right. He was yeah, he was going to be a lawyer, and then he's like, I'm too fucking beautiful for the law. Yeah, you know what? I'm doing pretty well with the women, but I yeah. want to get all the women. Yeah. I just, I read a blind item about him one time. Was, I think I mentioned on the show before. He was shooting some movie. And it was like a location shoot. Yeah. And yeah. Probably like Belgrade or something. And every female on the, si- on, the, on the set and every female working on the movie got a turn with Gerard Butler. The co-star, the makeup artist, the costume lady. He's a give. He, I'm sure he's a good lover. I guess. What I was going to say is, I just read recently. Despite his constant puffiness, my man has been sober for like 25 years. What? Yes. I thought for sure that's what was going on lately. I know Gerard Butler. Wait, hold on. I'm going to type it sober after that. Gerard Butler. Sober. Let's see what it says here. Something's up with my mic. Okay, here. Oh, I forgot to put a space. Here we go. Gerard Butler sober. Gerard has been sober for over two decades. 40 celebrities who have been open about their sobriety. This is from Men's Health. 
he's right there. Oh, they've really done a thing on his. They've really photoshopped his picture. Den of Thieves premiere. Great movie. Gerard Butler spoke to men's health in 2012 about being 15 years sober. Then he went to rehab before he could reach full blow. Oh yeah. He got on pills after a while, but he's, he had to like do a, a little um, maintenance. Um, when you hear word rehab, you think he's messing up, but I'm glad I did it. I've made a shitload of wrong decisions in my life, but I know I've made some right ones as well. Sober. Toby Maguire, also sober. We knew that. I See can't ya. say I didn't know that. You didn't know that about Toby Maguire? Oh, yeah, he's sober, but he's a... He's a gambler, right? He's a big-time poker player, and he's a huge dick. I would never recommend under any circumstances that anyone ever have the misfortune to um, encounter the Aaron Sorkin penned, or anything by Aaron Sorkin. You shouldn't watch, but... The the Aaron Sorkin penned and directed Molly's game. Yeah, I saw that on a plane, I think. Horrible. Yeah, and the, it was the narration. Uh, it was just it's that whole Sorkin, like people yeah. don't talk that way. So it's no it's, one talks that way. it's disconcerting when somebody's Horrible. got soliloquies every time they open their mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and in his movies it's usually a there's some usually a white guy savior. Yeah. There to, give you yeah. a long speech although molly that it was based off of the real molly her brother molly was was the punt returner slash yep. uh olympic yep. skier right jeremy bloom he had to, he had to quit, had to quit. this quit. was before name image likeness yep he had to quit the team because he was and making he was, money as a ski jumper. as a punt returner i believe yeah yeah he could play he uh yeah that's it's a horrible movie but the, but it's all about poker and it's like the, the real players at the game were like Toby Maguire, Ben Affleck. And so they, uh, the characters in the movies that, you know, are playing at the game are real fucking douchebags. And I don't remember that well, but one of them is supposedly modeled after Toby Maguire. You can read about it. I wouldn't suggest watching the movie. Sia, Australian singer, someone I like. I'm oh. a fan of Sia. I, I like her too, but I, I think yeah. a lot of her songs are about like struggles oh. with addiction. And- oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. Yep. She's she's sober. Okay, hold on. Russell Brand. We knew that. Uh, Ewan we McGregor. Know, we know too. Whoa. Sober since 2001. I know Bateman's sober because he talks about it a lot on yeah. that podcast. Yep. yep, he's sober. Naomi Campbell, she needed to get sober. Yeah. Oh, also Colin Farrell. Yes. Famous. He's a pretty good actor. He's he's a very good actor. Yeah. He was not sober when he did that um when he did that sex tape with that Playboy Playmate. And it's you know, this is where kind of who were we talking about before? Shaq? Shaq. Or no, we're talking Whoa. about Andre the Giant. We're talking about Andre oh. the Giant and oh. how his he's so big that if we saw his dick, it would be kind of hard to get a sense of like how dicked up he is because yeah. everything on him is so big. Yeah, so he yeah, would yeah. need to like hold a wine bottle next to it or something. So we could see similarly. I, I recall watching the Colin Farrell uh, sex tape and Colin Farrell is packing. He's, he's well put together, but again, he's a, he's a diminutive dude. He's probably like five, six, five, seven. And he's, he's got a fat Irish hog. 
Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Tim McGraw. Sober. Congratulations on anyone who needs to get sober, who got sober and everything like that. But, um, but are we just listing every person who's ever been sober? No, I'm reading the list here. (laughs) Is there a definitive (laughs) list? Yeah, this is the this is the Jerry Butler thing. 40, 40 celebrities you didn't know were sober. Matthew Perry, I think he's kind of on and off. Demi Lovato, we know about her. Hold on, hold on. Let's just, we'll just see if there's any surprises, and then we can move on. Oh, Tom Hardy, we knew he was sober. We did. He, yeah, he used to be a crackhead. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And imagine he's got those beautiful lips. Imagine if he had ruined those lips on the pipe, because sometimes you know that pipe gets hot, but the they love the crack so much that they just keep, they don't even notice. They just keep sucking on that pipe and they burn their lips. Oh, Kelly Osborne, who cares? Uh, John Goodman. There's lots of stories. John Goodman was one of those drunks that was just like straight beer. So he would just yeah, like, like have, he would just yeah. get a suitcase of Coors yep. Light or whatever. Yep. Yep. And just drink fucking straight beer all day. Dak Shepard. I really, Dak Shepard is one of those people that I'm annoyed that I know who that is. Like, I, I don't, don't I, he, yeah. he seems like people like he's nice enough, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really. I just don't. Yeah. Stephen Moyer. I don't know who that is. Hold on. Amanda Bynes. Oh, that's maybe California sober. John Mayer. John Mayer's pro- he probably. John Mayer was like, you know what? This it's this scotch is affecting my ability to sex starlets he's like i probably could have sex at least five more starlets last month if i had just quit drinking scotch every night and he just realized he what he loved more was was boning ingenues so he quit dennis quaid cocaine Wow. Hold on. Just hold on. You're not getting bored. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was a crazy one. <laughs> Charlie Sheen got sober. Zach Efron. Who cares? Zach Efron got sober and then got a new face. Have you seen Zach Efron lately? No. He got his face rebuilt. He, he have you ever you know that um you know that one meme that it's like um you know it's like you're a Chad or whatever. It's like supposed to be like the most handsome man. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's probably a name for it. Anyway, he got his face built to look like that one meme. Jamie Lee Curtis, sober. Oh, I, I, I did hear about her talking about being sober. Josh Brolin, I, I think somebody I know might have go to secret meetings and they've seen Josh Brolin there before. Uh, okay. Rob Delaney. We knew that. Steven Tyler. Uh, I have my doubts about that. <laughs> uh, my doubts about that, buddy. He's... Maybe off and on. Okay. That's it. Ed, let's do, uh, let's talk. Let's do some voicemails, emails, that kind of stuff. Wait, wait. Wrong. See, I have, we have so many songs now. We have, we have so, we have so many songs now that I have two banks and I have to, I have to toggle between the banks. You might want to. Do some yeah. on that one. <laughs> Here is the, it's weird what I meant to play. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. He's got something First, let's see who we heard from this week. First voice mail. Scoop, scoop, scoop it up. Yeah. Yo, guys, Maddie V in LA here. It's been a while. Um, I got a few things. Uh, good news now that masks are lifted, we can eat in the grocery store again. Um, called in about this, you know, maybe a year ago. <laughs> so it's nice to take my my um, beef fried chicken, go around the store, no, stop it, snack while stop I'm it. <laughs> um, and second. Yeah, I know that fantasy football isn't a big thing for you guys. It's actually a negative thing. But do you know that your advertiser is a fantasy football uh, app? So it's, I'm just I'm kind of um, you know confused on on where the where the opinions lie here. Anyway, love you, mean it, scoop it up. Love you, buddy. The question. Well, or not a question. Did he say he's eating in grocery stores? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He oh said he gets it. He, he called in before, Ed, because we talked about a fr- our friend of the show, Travis Rogers, who'll, who <sighs> will walk. He'll either eat packages of. I can't remember it like the, the cheap, real shitty budding. I can never remember the name of that. He eats budding where the where the roast beef is gray. He'll eat like couple packages of budding and then just fling them at the cashier when he goes to leave and be like, Hey, add, add, um, 10 cents twice. Cause I ate two packages of this and, or, or even worse, he'll get a fucking bagel from the bakery and just eat, walk around eating a dry ass untoasted bagel. With no, with no cream cheese, no butter. 
no locks, nothing. Disturbing. Just walks around and then and then gets to the gets to the front and with with none none of the requisite shame that should be involved tells the cashier. Yeah, by the way, I had a fucking I had a jalapeno bagel. Throw that on the bill. <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah, right but, thing to do the, the, the right thing to do is just steal it, right? Just eat it and just not say anything. But is there anything sadder than being like? Hey, sir, you're coming with us. We we have you on security cam eating yeah. a jalapeno bagel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have to admit though. Look, I don't. These guys. If you're eating fried chicken, if you go, you know, if you go get a get an eight piece from the from the deli, and you and you just crunch a thigh while you're walking around, I'm giving you your a hands, wide berth. Yeah, your your hands get all greasy. You're touching everything with those greasy ass hands. Yeah. Do you get? I'm not giving a couple of paper towels. Yeah, a wipe. <laughs> Like that, that's one thing that's, you know, it's a bridge too far for me. Obviously the bagel thing, the budding, I mean, imagine the gastrointestinal effects of that. It's you're, you're at the grocery. All, we talked about this earlier. It's slippery, like that, yeah. that kind oh, of stuff. And the expiration yeah, date is like nine oh. months from now. Yes, I know. You're like, how is this meat? It never goes bad. But I, um, I will, I do admit this when I'm shopping for produce, I like to sample like, See what if the grapes are good. So I'll just, just pull off a grape, give it a little taste. And when you know, when every when everyone was afraid that their pizza boxes were gonna bring the black death to their house, they people really frowned on you when you pulled down your bandana to pop a grape in your mouth. So I kind of stopped doing that. Now that now that things are more open, I'm back to doing it and I've I've taken it a step further. I sam because my grocery store has like seven or eight different kinds of mini tomatoes. I go through, I try one of every kind, see which are the freshest and the best. Have a little That seems sample. like a bit much. They let you do that. It's allowed. I'm pretty sure. No one's ever told me not to. Sounds so like just, you live in Thunderdome. I mean, no, there's got to be rules. I don't know. I don't know. No one's ever told me. So I'll just pop a, I'll pop a cherry tomato. I'll go, oh, these are pretty good. And I'll get a bag of them, bring them on home. So I, you know, like, look that, but that's, that's just being a good consumer. Like what these guys are doing is fucking animalistic and disgusting. Oh, that's the other thing he mentioned. He said he heard a fantasy football ad on, on our show. I think the ads are tailored to your location. Uh, Is any, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think they're different all over. Yeah. Because I've gotten, um, you get local ads. I've gotten some local stuff. Yeah. I get like, there's like local like car repair businesses that I hear on the ads. Now these one thing I will say about Maddie V he's a huge piece of shit because he's not a red circle subscriber. You're telling me what commercials you hear. That means you're not giving us $5 a month. So you get all the bonus content because if you're a red circle subscriber, you know what commercials you hear? None, not one zero. You've never heard a commercial because you're listening on red circle. I'm not a red circle subscriber. So I hear the commercials. If I listen, and I'm, I've never heard a fantasy football commercial on this show, but that's probably tailored to you. There's probably some kind of algo that knows if you're into weird shit like fantasy football. And that's why you're getting that commercial. I don't frown upon it. I'm not not big in it, but I don't frown upon it. Like, yeah, whatever. OK, here's another one. Yo, B, yo, Ed, Darbo, Darbo. He's become Call a back regular. And tell, 
Yeah, Darbo, call back and tell us why white guys, middle-aged white guys like you like to jerk it to the masters over every other golf tournament. Like, why is it so much better? Because they paint the grass? Because when I used to play like the the, the video game golf, yeah. Yeah. there's Tiger lots Woods. of great, there are lots of like, yeah. like Pebble Beach and the, what, Sawgrass yeah. with the, the island. Sawgrass. Like yeah. there's, there's all kinds of good courses. Great courses. Why the masters? Yep. No, I don't know. They just, they love it. It's the history. The history. Have you two fellas seen the Savannah Banana baseball team? They're like the um, Globetrotters of baseball. I went onto their website to see if I could, if they were coming to Southern California. Are they? Buy tickets to the game. They're not. You can't buy tickets. They're sold out. Yeah. Um, They have their own rules. On this it. baseball team. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit a foul ball and a, you know, person in the stands catches it, you're out. I love that. They have a player that pitches and hits. He's like, I guess they're the National League of Globetrotter Baseball or Shoyo Otani. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he pitches and he's on stilts and then he hits on stilts as well. Yeah. And in the video, when he's running to first base, he it looks like he's wearing stiletto heels. It might be hard. So here's my question. Yeah, okay. You're given two free tickets. Oh, yeah. Um, best seats in the ballpark, right behind home plate. Uh, yeah. Not home plate. I don't want the net. Right behind the um, home team dugout. Yep. Right in front. So you can put your beers and drinks and feed up right on the yep. on the dugout. You going with the Savannah Banana baseball team? Yeah. Or... And I know how much Brian Beckner hates the Angels. Yeah. And they are off to kind of a good start. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a little Angel baseball? No. No. Take your answer off there. No. That's, I mean, Angel Stadium such bullshit. It's, it's Ed. It's right by Disneyland, right? It's right by Disneyland. And they do, here's, here's the thing they do, Ed. When it's, if it gets to like the seventh inning. The rally they, monkeys? You know, yes. It's like. Three to two. Do they still do that? I th- I don't know. They they play on the big screen. This this I think it's the monkey from Friends. Didn't Ross have a monkey? Oh yeah, that monkey. Th- yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I think it's a video of some. It's probably a, a refugee from the fucking Revlon factory that's been <laughs> eating that's been eating lipstick for five years, and he's and so he's all fucked up in his tiny little brain, and he jumps up and down. First of all, monkeys are disgusting. They're disgusting. Yeah. They're mean. They gross. Yeah. And it jumps up and down and all these idiots, Ed, they bring their own. They have like stuffed monkeys. They're not called the Anaheim monkeys. <laughs> it's the angels, but somehow they have a monkey thing and they think it's cool and they don't know that it's not cool. And that's, that's a problem. They, they celebrate with a monkey. Also, they pu- they have monster energy on draft. In case <laughs> That's in not ca- a thing. I've seen it there. And it's in case, in case you want to do a date rape later, they, you're all ready. You know, you can you get fueled up. Go extreme kayaking later. Yes. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's a horrendous place. Now, if they're playing the Dodgers, and of course... The toughest ticket for those losers, because they don't sell out like the Dodgers do every night. The toughest ticket for them is when the Dodgers come to play, which I think is like next week. 
And I, so I would go when they're playing the Dodgers because it's mostly Dodger fans when you go, much like San Diego when they're playing the Dodgers. Oh, so you no, should I go would to go San Diego see, versus any team. That's a great it's stadium. Great, great ballpark. Yeah. So, but honestly, like this Savannah Banana thing sounds kind of cool, right? Right, Ed? It's like a cool uh, show. Oh, oh really? <laughs> go, going contrarian. He, no, no, no. I, I was I was on board when he was talking about like the foul ball stuff. Yeah. But when he talked about stilts, that kind of yeah. sounds like the circus to me. I, and I've I seen am a, not I, down with the circus. I don't want to see people in stilts. I, I, yeah. To me, that's very clownish, like yeah. circus stuff. We can't. Yeah, they, they also, I've seen a guy go to the plate with his bat on fire. That like, I literally, like. I'm talking yeah, about stilts. Yeah. Specifically it's, stilts. It's, it's just, creeping me out. Well, I mean, there's, it is kind of a smart thing because, you know, when you're pitching, you're used to throwing the ball down for the strike zone. Because if the, if the strike zone's the knees to the letters, like now you got to, and he's on stilts, you got to throw, you know, this is like, this is like when the Cleveland Indians sent that little midge up there to bat that one time. I, I absolutely love minor league baseball though. So I'm, I'm down with all the, and they have like, you know, every Friday night they wear completely different uniforms. I have a great Orioles Sunday night hat. It's like their triple a and it's Spanish night and it's a very cool looking hat. Um, that says suerte on it. Um, It's pretty sweet. So I'm I am definitely down with the, all of the minor league stuff, except for stilts, because the yeah. next thing you're going to say is there's a clown juggling. I know well, that's where it's going know. next. I don't know. I'm looking. So it's I mean, this is a road trip situation. They're not exactly barnstorming this, you know, the, Savannah, the Georgia. Yeah. The cities that they're playing in are, you know, kind of where you're expecting to see them. I mean, they do they do travel outside of Savannah, but to places like Macon, and Lexington, right? And Ashboro. Let's see. Let's see where well, this has got to be you. independent league type stuff because yeah. I, well, I think no they, guy making the major leagues yeah. wants to be raising his average with a bat on fire. So yeah, I think it's it is it's like a globetrotters thing where it's they play the same the same two teams play every night. It's the Savannah Bananas and they you know oh whoever they've the got other their generals is. yeah Washington generals. At make it well. No, hold on. They are playing other teams. The Florence Flamingos, the Colorado. Wait, Lexington County Blowfish sold out. By the way, the Macon Bacon. How are we not into the, you're into that, Ed? The Macon Bacon. That sounds great. It's a great name. The Wilmington Sharks. So they do say, but it's you know it's probably not, it's not like a competitive league. I would say because you know if a foul if. A fan catches a foul ball. They should really bring that in the major leagues. I speaking speaking of baseball, I caught a game this weekend at Blue Heaven on Earth with my dear friend Jason Stewart. Oh, friend of the show. He's he was kind enough to offer me a couple extra tickets. I met. I took my son, my son and I met him and his girlfriend there at the game. And of course, Jason was saying they were playing the um they were playing the they were playing the Tigers. And some guy was some guy was wearing a Miguel Cabrera jersey. And uh, Jason told my son, he's like, hey, go tell him that um, Cabrera is Spanish for sucks at baseball. And, 
And then, because Jason's so, you know, he's so dry. Like everybody's not kind of, you know, you kind of got to like be ready for him. And then, then he made, he's like, all right, we got to go take our picture, right? Cause I'm like, I've seen him, you know, we've rallied at games before. And apparently one time we took a picture. So we're in the loge and he's like, okay, let's take a picture. And he made me like go down to the, to the railing. To make it so seem like get, you have better seats. Well, just no, to get the field in the background. Okay. But the problem is it was like the sixth inning, like everyone was in their seats and I'm, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. It's, and we had to take pictures with his Android phone. It was, you know, it was fun. I had a, my son drive, so I had a couple beers. Oh, that's nice. He drove me home. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It's always fun to go to a Dodger game, but uh, you know, it's not not everybody's ready for the, Is for the Jason. Okay? Everybody's ready for the Jason experience. Uh, oh, I just say, I just yeah, say the fine. hat I have. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is sweet. Right? Yeah, I love it. Minor league uh, okay. baseball is the best. It's great. Okay, here's another one. Hey, Baller, Ed, Brian, Baller Nation. I hope you can hear me okay. This is Stu. And I just came up here to Bellevue Motorsports. You know, I bought that motorcycle oh, and I had some new tires put on sweet. it. <laughs> they say that you can't buy happiness. <laughs> But you can buy a motorcycle, and that's pretty fucking close. Love you guys. That's awesome. I don't think anybody's ever called us from a motorcycle before. No, but I prefer he he's a little bit safer. We don't, yeah, we, be, we don't yeah, want be, somebody well, falling while they're doing it. Well, well, what do we know about Stu now? He quit smoking weed, as he told us last week. So he's, he's, he's alert. sober. Yeah. He, he's alert out there on the road. But may, Yeah, but maybe don't. No phone calls, just to be safe. Uh, okay, let's let's do. Uh, oh, <laughs> Ed, <laughs> there's so there we there we have some listener that's e that's been emailing at me every week, and it's the same joke, and it's the same unfunny joke every week, and I never read it, but somehow it's gotten to the um, it's gotten t- to the point where. So I'm laughing because it's, it's not funny. The joke is so dumb, but it's funny that he keeps trying it. And he's like, he's it's, it's, he's like, Hey, daily's choice, Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner. And then I just don't read it. And then the next week it's like, Hey, scoop it up, Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner. And it's just the same. He thinks like he's going to keep reworking it or I just, he knows that it's dumb and he knows I think it's dumb and he keeps sending it to me every week and I'm never going to read it, but it's, it's kind of funny that he keeps sending it. So whoever that guy is, thanks for doing that. Okay. Here's another one. Ballers. What the fuck is up? My guys, I have a, how fucking old is this guy? A how fucking rich is this guy? And a daily's choice for y'all. First up, how fucking old and how fucking rich is the Godfather of Punk, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. What's his age? I can't explain. He was young, back when he did that thing. Still alive, and I don't know why. Wow. 
is this fucking guy? Ed, I happen to know how old Iggy Pop is because he's maybe my all-time favorite musician, and his birthday was like last week. And a good interview. He's a good interview. Yeah, oh, he's fantastic. He's uh, he's he'll tell you what's on his mind. He's but he's not like um, he's not like playing to the crowd. He's just a real person that's very comfortable in his like an intelligent guy like he's not yes you you know you look at him and you think this guy's like a lunatic but he's not he's he's like a smart thoughtful guy although he is a wild man at the same time yeah um i I think i'm gonna be pretty close because i think he's close to my dad's age i'm gonna say 75 yeah i think he just turned let's see here he popped james newell osterberg let's see he is, I think he just turned 75 like a couple weeks ago. Let me see here. Um, yeah, 1947, April 21st, 1947, age 75. Currently on tour. He's the best. I would recommend that anybody check out the Jim Jarmish documentary about Iggy and the Stooges. I can't remember. I think, oh, it's called Gimme Danger. It's yeah. available on Amazon. Yeah. It is fantastic. He is fantastic. He's he's one of just the last real things. He's 75. He's fucking kicking ass. He's awesome. I love him so much. Um, oh, how rich is he? That's a good question, too. Ed, let's find out. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Ed, I'm going to search it. You take a guess. This is this could be all over the map. I mean, who knows? He didn't. I, I think he's not known for his commercial success. That's for sure. I think that that's what it comes down to. I don't. Yeah. think he's had a, a great deal of commercial success. Yeah. And so he's been in in the game forever. And yep. some of his music has been licensed for some That's for stuff. sure. So I, I'm going to say it's not nearly as much as you think, but maybe 25, yep. 20. Ed. Right on the money. Iggy Pop, American singer, songwriter and actor. Net worth of roughly twenty million dollars. He's got a good life. He's yeah. He he lives in he lives in Miami. He's got a young, I believe, Latina wife. Does his music. He's very just. Very, he lives a calm existence. He's fucking awesome. Okay, there's more of this email. Uh, oh, the song plays forever. Um, where was I? And Ed. Oh, wait, wait. First up, how fucking old and how fucking rich is the Godfather punk Iggy Pop? This fucking guy has looked exactly exact fucking same since 19 fucking 79. He's going to outlive Keith fucking Richards for fuck's sake. And Ed, here's one for you. You're taking in a game at Camden Yards to watch your shitty Orioles. You had to do that. Get curb stomped. It's so graphic. The violent imagery. By the Astros. Oh, come on. After five Michelob Ultras. Oh, damning. Everyone knows Ed doesn't drink Michelob Ultra. You make your way to the urinal only to find yourself flanked by none other than Iggy Pop and once in a lifetime specimen, Mike Tyson. 
who's got to be hung like an alpha woolly fucking mammoth. Also, it absolutely blows my mind how y'all managed to get Johnny Depp to take out, take time out of his insanely busy life to come on the pod just to chop it up with us peasants. It's too bad. Ed has to dip out every time Johnny calls in. Love you guys. David in Houston, hashtag ballerino for life. Hashtag fuck Manuel and Gardenia. Whoa. Hashtag fuck Telly Tupac. Hashtag team Dolomite. Hashtag current episode. Hashtag red circle. Hashtag Friday facts. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So back oh. to the the oh, hold on, we'll choice. Davy's choice, it's the choice I make. Davy's choice, watch me shiver while you shake. I mean, I believe we discussed Mike Tyson last week. Like it's be tough yeah. to top Mike Tyson. Yeah, I was gonna department. say I. Yeah. We both talked yeah. about our our yeah. love of Iggy Pop, but he's but, great. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm much more curious with what Mike's working with. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's he's. I mean, he's just got to have one of the fattest dicks. And he's, you know, if you see him at the urinal, you're going to, you're going to want to try to find that out. Okay. Thanks. <clears throat> thanks for everybody that reached out. Some good voicemails and emails this week. Let's do some not sports. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Sports segment. Segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Oh yeah. Ed, what is happening in these realm of things that are not actually sports? Two RIPs this week. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. You won't laugh no more. You won't smile no more. I like how he takes a beat in between. You won't laugh no more. And then, and then he catches up. So dearly departed. We hope you rest in peace. Um, sadly, yeah. R.I.P. Naomi Judd, and it yeah. came out. It was suicide. Um, Seventy six years old. I heard she died very suddenly, and she. They had. They were g- gonna get inducted into the yeah, like two Music days Hall of Fame or something. Yeah. The Country Music Hall of Fame two days later. Yeah. 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 Very sad. Uh, a tremendous success story. She she was a nurse, I think. And you know, they came they, they came up singing in church and stuff and she was she was a single mom working as a nurse and her daughter, uh Winona was, you know, talented singer and guitar player and they just they had this act together and she just fucking went and hit up all the record companies, played in their Got meetings, you know, played in their offices until they got a record deal. It's crazy. Hugely. Yeah, very But it's very sad. I I don't know. I don't know why it's so much sadder, but it is just just like you'd like to think at 76 that, you know, the demons wouldn't, you know, still haunt you like that. Yeah. Just really sad. Yeah, Um, it absolutely is. R.I.P. Uh, also, R.I.P. Joanna Barnes. She was a the main woman in Spartacus, and she was the other woman in Parent Trap. She was the one that their kids were trying to like trap against. I remember seeing that as a kid. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yep. R.I.P. Oh, she's an attractive lady. Yeah, she was attractive. good run. Eighty nine. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
I guess a third R.I.P. Oh, Texas yeah. snake handler died after a rattlesnake bit him huh. at a rattlesnake huh. show. He died doing what he loved, a friend said. Yeah. Just being bitten by snakes? <laughs> I don't now, this think is, that's the goal. Is this, this is, um, this wasn't the Pentecostal. This is, wasn't a, a religious ceremony, right? Like. It was called a rattlesnake show. What's like, that? You, do you like think you like. go see some like, rattlesnakes? Like, hey, behold. I mean. Yeah. He was a custodian. I mean, you see a picture of him yeah. holding. Yeah. What? I, I think maybe like, why? Oh, yeah, I see him. He's holding. Like, why you hold? What? Do the snakes want to be held? Hey, fam. There's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers. Rub you with some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.